Welcome to Discovering Nutrition with Chronometer. I'm your host and community marketing manager, Elisa, and today I am doing something a little bit different and recording my very first solo episode. I'm going to be covering some of the exciting things that happened for Chronometer in 2023. As always, this podcast is for general purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including getting medical advice. The use of information from this podcast is at the user's own risk and is not to be substituted for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. What have we been up to this past year? Stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's Elisa here, the Community Marketing Manager at Chronometer, and I'm doing my first solo episode. It's a little bit weird not having a guest on the other side and just talking to the void, but I hope that you love this episode. Just doing a quick recap on everything that happened in Chronometer here in 2023, some of our great features, some interesting stats, and a couple different things that I learned from podcast episodes and having awesome professionals on. Really lucky that I get to interview so many amazing people. I thought I'd kick it off with a bunch of numbers. It might sound a little intense and I might stumble over a couple of these. They are huge. So bear in mind that this is the end of November. These stats do not include December, but they are still beyond impressive. So I asked Lucy, she does a lot of our data science here at Chronometer for some stats that I thought were interesting. We're going to kick it off with the number of servings that people have logged in their diary. This would mean foods that they've logged specifically. So total number of servings was 408,141,932. That's right. (laughs) 408 million. In terms of exercise, everyone has really been given it this year as well. There was 67,987,087 exercises logged. That number comes from people that are either directly importing from one of our wearables or people that are manually logging exercise within the app. Everyone is moving. I asked about a weight loss statistic. I was curious as to how much weight people have lost. This number does also encompass people who may have gained weight. So this is kind of a a net number. But 415,695 kilograms. We are Canadian. So bear in mind for all of our American friends that that is basically double in pounds because one kilogram is 2.2 pounds. The average loss is 1.05 kilograms. So that would be about two and a half pounds per user. Everyone really committed to their health goals. Now, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper. I want to see how people are spending their macros. (laughs) And I was pleasantly surprised to see that protein is through the roof. One of the things that I did learn this year from our podcast guests was that protein is so important. It's the one macronutrient that I really dedicated tracking in 2023 definitely paid attention to that and I feel like have reaped the benefits. So are y'all ready for this one? We collectively consumed 8 billion 
51,159,600 grams of protein, 4,476,987 grams of fat, and then shout out to everyone who's been consuming carbs because y'all are people after my own heart. We consumed 14,849,340,521 grams of carbs for a total caloric total of, this is a lot of numbers, 133,253,871,080 calories. I don't even know how many pounds that is. I would have to do some math, but that is impressive, everyone. Nice job. I asked Lucy who has the longest streak going in chronometer because my own streak right now, I think is at 334 days. Our streaks are calculated in that your streak has to be logged that day. You can't go back and, and retroactively log. That is considered cheating. And I did go for a camping trip that was out of service and sadly did not have access to chronometer. So while I have been tracking for over five years now, my streak is still only at 334 days as of today. And the person, we don't actually know who it was. We weren't looking at their specific data, but just the longest streak. Are you ready for this? 4,337 days. That is something that I am personally going to aspire to. Probably never going to catch the person, but I'm still going to try. One of the other things I thought was really interesting after my podcast interview with Rebecca Robbins and just learning so much more about the importance of sleep and then how to optimize it by having a good sleep hygiene routine, making sure I'm going to bed at the same time, sticking to a schedule. I definitely learned that napping was okay because before I was told that you really shouldn't nap and that it can disrupt your sleep. But Dr. Robbins actually taught me that that is okay as long as we're keeping it relatively short, not having an afternoon sleep that's two to three hours, but actually just getting a quick rest. One of the things that I did ask about was total sleep because I think that that the world is trending in the right direction and understanding that it's important to log seven to eight hours for most people. As we mentioned in the podcast, there are some exceptions, but by and large, seven to eight hours of sleep, everyone. And so our users, again, this this data could be from wearable devices, or this could be manually logged, but there was 121,823,759 total sleeping hours. Everyone has been catching up on their Zs. So that's 400 million servings logged, 68 million exercises, and 415 metric tons. Very Impressive, everybody. Keep chronometering. Our CML Brian really hopes that one day that chronometering, chronometering becomes a verb. And uh, I'm out to support that mission. <laughs> I never really know what to call it. Food tracking, obviously. But if Kleenex can have bathroom tissue, then I should be able to, to uh, 
make sure that chronometering is food logging. Some of the other things that I wanted to talk about were just the things that we worked on this year for you guys. I don't know if most people know how we actually go about collecting our feedback or how we go about making the decisions for what features we want to incorporate. And honestly, most of it is user-driven. So we have email support and people will make requests. We compile all of that. People are always messaging me on socials saying, can we have this or that? Our Reddit community is a very outspoken group and we really appreciate hearing their input of the things that matter to them. So we take all of that data, we look at it, we sit down and we will actually plan those features or integrations that we find meaningful. You know, we are really driven by what you guys are after. So a couple of the things that we thought were really good features this year, many of which you guys actually suggested. We focused a lot on improving our integrations. We started importing a bunch of different new metrics across the board from all of our wearables. So we started tracking sleep stages. We recently just incorporated sleep score, which is awesome for at-a-glance data on how your previous night's sleep was. Recovery score, which gives you some kind of indication by and large about how active you should be that day or how you'll feel. Uh, we also incorporated cycle tracking specifically with Aura, and we're looking forward to expanding that to non-Aura users as well. So much information to learn from cycle tracking. We incorporated HRV, which, as many of you would know, is heart rate variability, which also gives a good indication of how well-rested your heart is following previous day's exercise and sleep, and then blood pressure, uh, respiration rate, blood oxygen levels, which I think is just mind-blowing, honestly, that we're at this place that we can now track blood oxygen levels on, on a few of our wearables. So not sure totally how accurate they are. I was having a conversation with our project manager, Brendan, and he wears uh, one of the devices that that does give that information that we pull from. And he said sometimes it can be all over the board. So maybe take that with a grain of salt until <laughs> until some of um, the wearable technology is improved there, but still really interesting. We're, we're in this place of so much data that you can leverage to learn so much about your health. Some of the features that we came out with this year were ones that I've wanted forever. So one of those being streak feature, I'm thinking to myself like I'm someone that's motivated by numbers and uh, I remember in summer camp once we would do chores and we would get stickers. <laughs> so clearly motivated by little badges and that kind of thing too. So we introduced the streak feature this year as well. Um, that's right on the dashboard. You can see how many days you've logged consistently. And then it also gives you the servings logged. There's all time stats that's also available to you. You can see how many foods you've logged total. I think I'm at over 14,000 myself. Really cool to see your hard work displayed in a number. So streak features, I was really wanting that, just that extra built-in accountability. I know our competitors, a number of them have it. And it, it like 
a lot of our users uh, that came over from other apps were like, I really want to use Chronometer, but I don't want to lose my streak in the other app. And I'm like, great news now, everybody. You can actually bring your streak over, enter it. There's there's no loss of, of that number that you worked so hard for. Um, a couple other things that were really big were uh, we discovered that our users love multi-ad. I remember I posted a couple months ago a reel on Instagram that went as viral as anything has for us that was showing people how to use multi-ad. And we've honestly had this feature available since I think 2019 when I asked, but nobody could find it. And uh, we definitely made that more discoverable and then defaulted it on. So everyone was loving the multi-ad. That's definitely worth mentioning, even though it's been there for a while because it stirred up such commotion. Other things that I really loved were repeating items. I have had the same breakfast every single day. For those of you who are wondering, it is tea and a jalapeno bagel. I love jalapeno bagels every day. For almost five years, I've had that. So I was I created a custom recipe, which is one of our chronometer hacks. But we made the repeat food feature, and I was just able. I'm just able every single day to just automatically log that. I do that with supplements as well. Our goal is really to make food tracking as quick and easy as possible. That was a big feature that we released that enables people to do that really quickly. Other things were uh, we did body snapshots, which I'm a photographer. I believe that that a picture is worth a thousand words, even though I typically have a thousand words to accompany it. A good way for you to be able to track your progress visually. Uh, You can add yeah, photos in the Chronometer app and then track long term. The other thing that we did, we had a really successful challenge. I was really excited that we finally did our first challenge within Chronometer and we had a ton of people sign up. I was overwhelmed. It was the summer shape up challenge. We did it for the month of July. So many people were on board logging their exercises. That was Basically, the requirement that we had was that you just log exercises for X number of days in July, and that went over so well. The community really rallied around that. Really excited that we're going to be doing a challenge coming in January as well. Something for people to look forward to, to hopefully kick the the new year off right. A couple other things that I thought were exciting and notable is our nutrition scores, We released women's health nutrition score for women free in the month of May and then men, the men's health nutrition score in June to coincide with uh, women's health month and men's health month. So our users could just get better data. That was great. We also did some massive fasting improvements. I'm not sure if you're listening that you are a faster, but our gold subscribers do have access to fasting and the improvements there were amazing. I love being able to just start an open-ended fast before we were limited to a specific window. And I found that to be not the, the easiest to use. So really happy to see that. Other features, we did better alternative backfill, which sounds a little bit confusing and honestly can be a little bit hard to describe. But basically, 
we have a number of different databases within Chronometer, and the different databases have different amounts of nutrient information. Some are more comprehensive than others. Ones that are more comprehensive are typically found in the NCCDB database. And then we have our chronometer database. We also have the USDA. We have ESHA. We have lots of different different sources. A lot of the people will message me on social media, and this is just an example, but they'll be like, I thought that Brazil nuts had selenium. They do. They absolutely do. But because we're only including the nutrition information that is available on the nutrition label, we weren't including that. So if you were using a specific brand of Brazil nuts, a package product, it wouldn't list it. And that was that was a gap that we wanted to fill, but we wanted to also make sure that we filled it with confidence. We don't want people to be getting the wrong data and we won't do anything unless we're absolutely certain because accuracy is paramount to us. So we went ahead and where we are sure, we backfilled the data. So if there is a package product, for example, that only has uh, a whole ingredient, Brazil nuts being a wonderful example, we will actually pull the information from our better data, better data sources and we will include it. So people are getting a better idea of the nutrients that are in packaged foods as well. So that was pretty exciting. We also introduced a WHOOP integration. When I did customer service, I was constantly seeing uh, requests for a WHOOP integration. And then I myself listened to an episode, I think of the Nick Bear podcast, and he had on the founder of WHOOP. I went out and bought a WHOOP and I'm like, we need to integrate with WHOOP. (laughs) That is by no means the reason why we did it, but I was very excited when we announced that we were going to be partnering with them. And and uh, since that's been a very fun integration. And yeah, I think that those are some of the big projects that we're all really proud of. A lot of hard work from our team went into those kinds of things. Um, a couple other things that were really big for us, uh, I talked to our customer service manager, Georgie, Customer service team was absolutely inundated this year, and they worked so hard so often to try to get to everyone's tickets. As we're growing, obviously, we're seeing a lot more people that need help with the app, and and we always want to help you guys to the best of our ability answering any chronometer questions that you have. There are a number of resources that are available. We have YouTube videos. We have a user manual. I'm posting a lot on socials about tips and tricks. We do have the Facebook group where you can ask other users. We have the Reddit community. Same thing. You can get help. But our customer service still sees massive influx of tickets. Anytime something happens, we release a feature. There's a bug. Shout out to that team. They've done so well. When Georgie sent me the stats for how many solved tickets they had, I was blown away knowing the size of their team and the amount of tickets they had. They solved 33,151 tickets. That is 33,000 emails that they answered, making sure that people are using Chronometer correctly. Unbelievable work, guys. That's literally mind-blowing. We also this year had some just exciting things happen. 
just on a, on a company front. So we moved into a new office space just across the street, actually, but there was a building that was built specifically for us, and it is beautiful. I'll have to share more pictures of it. I did take some pictures and made a little reel, and then I also just did an office tour, which I'll be sharing Check it out. We we have our Corona Orange weaved through here, but it's also just a really awesome space that we all love coming to. And and it's because of you guys, our users, that we're we're able to grow and expand not only the team, but you know, have office that that that's like this. And we really appreciate your support in, in getting us here. I remember I worked in a tiny little office above our real estate agent here in Revelstoke when I first started in 2018 in February. And to have a front seat to this growth has been incredible. Back then, I think there was six or seven employees. We're well over 50 now and we're growing. I think we hit, we're pretty close to eight and a half million users. I think when we started, we had when I started, sorry, rather, we only had just over a million. So we're, we're growing so fast. And it's because people like you guys spreading the word about how great Chronometer is. And we really do appreciate that. We had uh, an all hands. That is when all of our staff from all over the world, because people do live in different places, come together and just had an awesome team building week. I um, shared some, <laughs> some funny moments on the stories. Yeah, our chief product officer, Spencer, might have got tangled in some webs at Skytrack and was suspended upside down for approximately 20 minutes. I was told to mention that on this podcast, I don't think that anyone thought that I would actually do it, but shout out to Spencer for basically being Spider-Man for 20 minutes. That is basically a rundown of all of the exciting things that have happened in 2023 on a personal front as the community marketing manager, I got to engage with so many of our users and I really love hearing their stories. I look at app reviews every day. I'm constantly on Instagram, X, formerly Twitter, Reddit, TikTok. Love having a front row seat. It's the best part of my job to what you guys have going on. I really care. We have a lot of people that I recognize their names now and they'll check in on Facebook and that kind of thing. And I am truly rooting for you. So thanks so much for always being a rays of sunshine, sharing your progress. I'm deeply invested in what everyone is doing and it really makes my job the best. So thank you so much. I will uh, see you all in the new year and... I hope that you enjoyed my solo episode. I managed somehow to talk for 23 minutes about updates. So thanks so much for listening and for being here with us for 2023. Can't wait to see you in 2024. I really hope that you loved this podcast episode and that it's helping you realize that slow and steady does in fact win the weight loss race especially coming in at a time with New Year's resolutions. Don't think of a diet as something that you're doing in the interim to have success. Think about what you can sustain your whole life. 
If you love this episode, I would love it if you shared it with other people that might benefit from it. Make sure you subscribe for future episodes. We're always trying to be on the cutting edge of information for our listeners. Until next time.